This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. If you've ever felt alone in your journey and wanted to be around women who get it, women who love God and are about their business, Blessed and Bossed Up Society is for you. This membership community gives you a ton of resources from myself as well as outside experts to help you grow in your faith and your business. To learn more, visit www.blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Again, that's blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. 
I want to first say thank you to everybody who has purchased your tickets already for the God is my CEO tour. If you haven't, you need to be in the building. So go to GodIsMyCEOTour.com right now to get your tickets. We have payment plan options available. So if you don't have all the funds right now, but you want to reserve your spot, go to GodIsMyCEOTour.com right now to get your tickets. Kavaya and I are super excited about this tour. I got special guests coming out in every city that I'm super duper excited about um, that Y'all just y'all just got to be there. Honestly, I keep saying this and you're going to miss out if you don't come. You really have to be in a room to experience what God wants to do. Um, In addition to that, I want to say thank you to everybody who signed up for my Find Your Voice Academy retreat. So I told you guys, well, I had an episode a few weeks ago where I told you guys about my new media company um, that I started and um, we did our open house a few weeks ago. And then from there, everybody um, who was interested in working with us to develop their show, they had to apply to be a part of the retreat. So we work with three different levels of entrepreneurs, um, but this particular informational was for the new voices level. So people who want to start a podcast, don't know where to start, or people who God has given them a, a particular point of view and they don't know how to get that out there, or those who have a podcast and they're not seeing the results that they want to see. Or they're not making the money that they want to see in their business. So that's who that informational was for. And so um, we had, can't remember how many, but we had a good amount of people sign up. We had a good amount of people apply. And then I reached out to everybody who was accepted. And if you got accepted or denied, you still got an email. Um, But I sent out the decisions. And within like a couple days, the retreat sold out. So it was just such a blessing to for God to give me this idea for me to execute on it and to see the rapid success that has come from it. Um, and I'm just, I'm just hype. I mean, we got proposals going out for the other audiences. So just to put it out there, yes, we work with, we work intimately with those who are in that new voices category, but I also work with those who are what I call the bossy. So these are people who've been in, in business for a few years. They're making good money in their business. Um, the busy entrepreneur who understands that a podcast could supplement their business and drive more income to their business, but they just don't have the time to do it. And so that's where we come in and we help you help them develop the show. We do all the production, the, the, we just do all the distribution. We do basically everything that goes into uh, preparing and putting out a podcast and then also maintaining that podcast. We do that for them. We don't do this for the the new voices. We really work intimately with the new voices um, to help develop them in all of these different ways. But for this bossy audience, we're pretty much a one-stop shop for getting that show done. And even with that, like I haven't even promoted that aspect of it yet. Um, And we've had people who, after the information has come to me, like, Um, I think I should be in the bossy audience. And so after getting some more information from them, then I make the suggestion of, no, you need to start with the um, retreat or I may say, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right on the cusp of having a great show. Let us come in and take care of it for you. But before we even got to the point of promoting this, because I haven't even really promoted it yet, because I want to pick who we work with. Um, And y'all know I'm very cautious of who I attach to God's business. Um, but anyway, before we could even really promote that, like I'm sending out proposals because the people are coming to me, like, 
hey, Tatum, I know what you're doing. I need that. And I'm like, okay, well, here's what we do. So I'm just excited about the way that this is thriving. Um, If you feel like you fall, if you're listening in that bossy audience where, like I said, your business is doing well, but you know it could be taken to the next level by doing a podcast, but who has time for that, right? You'd rather just have somebody else do it and you watch the money funnel into your business um, and you watch your territory get enlarged. If you fall into that audience, just shoot me an email, Tatum at TatumTamia.com, and I'll let you know how to get started with working with us or how you can get more information about that. But yeah, y'all, I'm just excited. Um, another good, another piece of good news is I finished my MBA program. Woo, 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 woo. Your girl got her MBA. I'm excited about that, man, because I was so over it like I was even still in class while I'm out of town for my wedding like I had to get ahead on my homework assignments so that I could actually go and get married in Jamaica and have my honeymoon and not have to worry about school so it's by the grace of God that I finished and I was able to do well I'm just excited about completing that milestone I gotta shout out my family because I didn't do the graduation so the graduation was actually this Saturday this past Saturday and I don't know why I just really didn't feel like it. Like I just didn't care to do the whole cap and gown, walk across the stage thing. I'm kind of just like, you know, send me my things. Let's just skip to the part where we eat and uh, my family gives me money. Like that's, I, that's the part that I care about. But, um, but I didn't, I opted not to do the graduation, but my family, we get together like the third weekend of every month. Whereas myself, my siblings, my parents, my husband, my sister's boyfriend hangs out with us um, every month. And we just get together. We alternate who hosts. And so it's, it's always a good time. My husband was talking about how he's just always cracking up with my family because my family is a family of trash talkers. Like all we do is crack jokes on each other. You got to have tough skin because you're going to get called out in some type of way. And it's not like in a negative way, but it's just a, we are trash talkers. It's just what we do. So everybody's always taking jabs at somebody. And so it's hilarious. It's a good time. And so, um, but my family, you got to love them because like I said, I didn't decide to do graduation, but they did like a little graduation for me. So like my sister was like, go upstairs. I brought you something. You got to put it on. I was like, what? So I go upstairs and it's like a cap and gown. Of course it's like the bachelor's cap and gown. So I'm sure it was, it was hers um, from when she graduated undergrad. And so she was like, put this on and come back downstairs. So I, I put this on my IG stories. It's gone now, but I come back downstairs and they got the little fake graduation music playing. My dad gives me a hug. Uh, my sister shakes my hand and hands me some cards. So it was cute. It was very cute, very nice. We do the little tassel twist the when you put the tassel from one side to the other. My husband extra to my throw the cap in the air. So we did all of that, and it was just cute, and it was fun. We ate. We had a good time. We played games, talked trash. It was just a really, really great time. So it really just made me feel good. I'm not the type of person who often celebrates things. That's a fault of mine that I just have to get better at. Um, But this was a a milestone. I do want to point out a lot of people ask if if I went to business school or should they go to business school for entrepreneurship? But so to just answer that question, no, Um, you don't need to have an MBA or you shouldn't go to school if your goal is to be a better entrepreneur. 
Because honestly, business school doesn't teach you how to start a business or be an entrepreneur. Business school teaches you how to be an executive. And the reason why I went is because I have goals and things that I want to do in 10, 20 years that I have the time and the resources to accomplish now. So I was like, well, let me get the degree that I know I'm going to need and is going to be necessary for 10, 20 years from now, while I don't have the children yet, while I started before I got married, but while I have more time on my hands, let me do it now um, and get the education before things get even more busy for me. So that's what I did. So I got some goals, y'all. I want to own a Chick-fil-A um, and Chick-fil-A looks for things like that. Um, there are other aspirations that I have that I want to do that aren't really like Mm, to consumer based so it's not stuff that y'all gonna see me post on instagram you'll probably hear about things on the show because i talk about my life but these are not things that that are necessarily consumer facing there's some business to business things i really want to do and that an nba will put me in a great position for so that's why i got them i believe i personally like to live uh decades ahead in my mind so in my mind i'm operating now on things that i know i want to do 10 years from now that's just that's just how my mind works but anyway that's just a little a little life update for me i'm just really excited about that um as far as today's episode goes i helped develop a show you guys know tish letitia carr she is basically the ayanla to my oprah (laughs) tish is my girl um and she's been on the show multiple times i think she's probably the guest that we've had the most on this show and she'll definitely be back again at some point but um i helped her develop a show she's a life coach and she specializes in self-care and so she wanted to do she had a podcast before it was called views from a dreamer where she did she did interviews and things of entrepreneurs but with this show in particular she had an assignment to help entrepreneurs avoid burnout and to really take care of themselves like we live in this world where let's take Steve Harvey for example because this video has been going around with him talking about not getting any sleep that is bad advice you need to go to bed like you need to go to bed for one for the for your body to refill itself for your body to to get recharged go to sleep like you will you should be um operating at your best during the times that you're operating in your business and you're not going to be operating at your best if you don't get rest if you don't get sleep the bible even talks about getting i mean in the bible they had the sabbath that was the day that they were supposed to rest rest is important now we may not take sundays as the sabbath like they did back then where we don't do anything but at the very least you need to get your uh, amount of sleep that you need to get at night and honestly that's a benefit of god being the ceo of your business is you can rest because while you're sleeping god is still working on your behalf he's going before you and making crooked paths straight so you have the luxury of sleeping because god is out here working things out in your favor so take a nap and go to bed but um but yeah she's on assignment with this unique perspective in this show on helping entrepreneurs avoid avoid this burnout and so as we were talking about this uh and we were developing the show i was telling her how self-care the term in general is so watered down everybody's talking about self-care everybody at the nail salon oh i'm self-care i'm self-care and i know from conversations that she and i had there's a difference between self-care and maintenance right because i remember telling her like you know tish i i 
I know I need to self-care and I went and got my nails done. And she's like, but does getting your nails done really constitute self-care for you? And I was like, I mean, no, not really. I don't even like getting my nails done. Honestly, I just like having them done. I don't like getting my hair done. I like having my hair done. So if I could snap my fingers and all of this stuff be done for me, I would do that. So for me, things like pedicures and manicures and things, that's maintenance. That's not self-care. Self-care for me is doing absolutely nothing. It's laying on the couch and binge watching a show on Netflix and or Hulu. I enjoy times of just relaxation and chilling and shutting the world out. Or even trying a new recipe is self-care for me. Or going to a new restaurant, taking a walk. Things that really help me replenish and not just what the world says or what these quote-unquote women empowerment experts say self-care is and so with these conversations she has this um, counseling and mental health background we've had plenty of conversations like this and so when it came though to her show and really developing it I was like we have to position and craft this show in a way that it stands out we can't use the word self-care because that's automatically going to get thrown in that bucket. Y'all know those words you see all the time that automatically makes you roll your eyes. Like women's empowerment brunch. If I see that, my eyes are going to be rolled and I'm going to keep scrolling and not paying no mind. If I see somebody talking about self-care, I'm going to roll my eyes and keep it moving. Just because I've heard it so much and I've heard it so much in the midst of fluff that I, I don't want to consume it anymore. Um, so with her, I'm like, but you're doing this in the, uh, the right way. And you have a real assignment from God that's going to help people improve their quality of life. So when it comes to this show, we need to make sure that it's positioned in a way to where we bypass that stigma that a lot of people are going to have. And so that's part of why we called it the refill. And, and even as you guys listen, I'm going to post the show so you can hear it. But even as you listen to the different segments, it's all strategic. So we helped her develop. I helped her develop the segments um what the show was going to be about how long the show was going to be is strategic everything so when it comes to any of you guys who want to start podcasts or you want to start anything to where you're you're pouring into people it's important to take the time to really develop something you know back in the day when it came to like music artists they did artist development so something has to get developed before you just throw it out into the world and that's why um my business is so important and why I love what we're doing is because I'm not just teaching you how to launch a podcast. That's easy. It's easy to talk into the computer and put it on the internet. I'm trying to help you develop something that's going to get God's work done well and effectively, efficiently. And it's also going to yield a great return on investment for you. So with her, we developed this awesome show and y'all going to hear it. The show is amazing. Um, we developed it and how it supports her business. So we got the, the back end stuff together on how this show is pretty much going to be like an evergreen and any podcast really, if it's done correctly, should just be an evergreen marketing, a piece of marketing material that consistently funnels people into your business in your sleep. Because even thinking about podcasts, this is a worldwide thing. And with podcasts, if you are relying, let's say on just social media and things like that, social media has an algorithm that determines who sees what content. Podcasting doesn't have that. It has a, a piece of, or a sense of, um, mm, I guess a sense of being organic in a sense that 
you just upload it on the internet and it's out there. And so as people, if you're positioning it right, the people who are looking for you will find you. And it's something that's operating 24 seven. So somebody on the other side of the world, when I'm asleep, they just getting their day started and they're listening to my podcast. So guess what? I'm asleep. They're listening to my show. They're signing up for something. They're being funneled into my business. They're buying my books. So now I'm making money in my sleep and I'm just, and it's all from just the show. So this isn't really a plug on podcasts because you either going to start one or you're not. Um, but it's so in, it, important that whatever it is that you're doing, you take the time to actually develop it and do it right. Um, but, but yeah, without further ado, I'm going to introduce this amazing show that I had the pleasure of being an executive producer on. Uh, this is The Refill by Letitia Carr. You are now tuned into the reef. You, you, you are now tuned into the reef. Today's best. The refill with Letitia Carr. Thank you all so much for tuning in once again to the refill. Just like last week, I'll be starting my week's episode with another moment of gratitude. I'm so grateful for the positive feedback and reviews that the podcast is already receiving just with the intro and episode one. And I'm so passionate about this because I see how harmful it is for people to feel depleted and burnt out when they have a God-given vision to fulfill. And with, with the feedback I'm receiving, I'm realizing the need for this so much more. And this podcast is going to be much bigger than just a podcast, but I'm super excited that I'm getting this feedback that this is this space is needed specifically. God put it on my heart a few years ago to create spaces, to create spaces for people to thrive. And so I'm really excited that this one is getting a good start. So I want to thank you guys for reaching out and telling me uh, your testimonies about setting boundaries, your wins for the week from implementing the refill plan and sharing your stories. So I just want to thank you all so much for that. And just rem remember that gratitude truly changes attitudes. So be sure to find something to be grateful for today, too. Also, even though this won't come out until Wednesday, I am recording this on Mother's Day. So I want to wish all the mothers and soon to be mothers and those praying to be mothers a very Happy Mother's Day. I hope that you all enjoyed a day full of love. Okay, so let's get started on our topic for this week. So this episode is called The Comparison Game. And as you can guess, we are going to discuss how comparison hinders us in our life and in our business. And I call it the comparison game because it's a game we set up that we cannot win. We are constantly comparing ourselves to other people, to people that we don't know, to people we do know. And it's constantly a cycle of trying to win something that we cannot win. So many of you are doing things that none of your family members have ever done or that you don't have too many other people who can relate to what your vision and life is. And that can be great, but it also can cause us a lot of problems when we're looking around and comparing our lives to those who don't even have the same vision or goals as us. So we often are spending a lot of time living in a space of comparison, and that will deplete you, deplete your creativity and your vision in a quick, fast hurry. And comparison is a tricky thing because sometimes it shows up as a little voice in our head that's like, oh, wow. I should work harder so I could do X, Y, Z like such and such is doing. Or if only I had a little more of this or a little bit more of that. 
And that can feel productive to us or like self-motivation because you're like, oh, yeah, like if I could just reach what that person has, like that could feel like self-motivation. But it really is self-deprivation. It's a mental conversation we have with ourselves that sometimes other people don't even know or have a clue that we are having with ourselves. And essentially, the comparison that we're doing is self-bullying and it's unproductive. That kind of comparison is dangerous because it's something we're doing in our head. We're playing the game by ourselves. No one even knows we're playing this game. And it's dangerous because we can fall into that trap that we're trying to start doing more things that aren't even our calling. And the more obvious way that comparison shows up in our lives is uh, with the keeping up with the Joneses mentality, right? So we all have heard the same before from our grandparents, from our moms, from someone that so-and-so is trying to keep up with the Joneses, which means buying, buying this new thing or going to a new place or all these different things that is trying to keep up with the next person. And what people fail to realize about that mentality is that really the Joneses, Joneses might be trying to keep up with the Smiths and the Smiths might be trying to keep up with the Browns and so on and so on. And it becomes a never ending game of trying to keep up with people that honestly can't even keep up with themselves half of the time. And when, when you are in business for yourself and building out a vision, that is an even more dangerous mindset to have. Because it hinders us from doing the thing that God has called us to do. If we're constantly trying to compete and keep up with other people, we are not paying attention to our own lane. If we have our eyes on the next lane, how can we run our own race? So it's even more dangerous for a person who God has given a big vision or a big goal to, to be comparing yourself to the next person in the next lane. You have to stay extremely laser focused on what God has told you to do. This is something that I have struggled with. I have friends who are super successful in their businesses. I have friends who are super successful in their professions um, and educationally, all these different things. And I have to remind myself on a regular basis, your race and their race is not the same. You didn't start in the same place. God didn't give them the same vision. What God has told you to do and how he's told you to do it is totally different. So I have to remind myself that on a regular basis to keep my eyes on my prize. Because when you start keeping your eye on someone else's prize and what someone else's goals and dreams are, you won't ever get to your own. You will never win your race looking at somebody else's prize. And I know that we think in this age of social media with everyone posting their highlight reels, that this is probably the worst time for comparison. But honestly, even as far back as the Bible, we are reminded to not fall into the trap of comparison. So the Bible even gives us directions against comparison. So in Galatians chapter 6, uh, verses 4 through 5, it says, I mean, I'm reading this from the New International Version. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. And so in the Message Bible, it reads, make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you have been given and then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best that you can with your life because God has called you to do that. If you... If you think about how long ago the Bible was written, think about the kind of comparisons that were happening back then, right? And 
think about the kind of comparisons that we're doing to ourselves now. If it hasn't changed in that long and that and our instruction is to focus on our own thing, focus on what has been given to us so that we can thrive creatively, then that's something we should probably do, right? If it's been thousands and thousands of years of people comparing comparing themselves and getting frustrated and getting angry because they aren't living up to someone else's dream. I think it's probably time that we pay attention to the instruction and make sure that we are taking careful exploration of who we are and the work that we have been given and sink into that. I love that translation because it reminds you that you have to give your all to your own vision. You can't give your all to somebody else's vision. I couldn't, I couldn't give my all to what, uh, what my best friend's vision is. Even if I gave my all to what my best friend's vision is, I wouldn't thrive in that space because that's not what God gave to me and they and vice versa. They can't thrive in what God gave to me. I know that oftentimes that um, we we do a lot of comparisons ourselves, but other people will compare us to other people. And that's a, that's a trap that we can fall into easily. I remember as a kid, my aunt, my aunt used to remind me like, don't, compare yourself to other people but my mom would be like oh your cousin such and such is doing this that and the other and I would like get that in my head I would get it in my head like oh such and such is doing this or that and I need to do better and it's like that's not your gift that's not your thing that's not who you're called to be so stop worrying about what other people are doing and I came to a point in my life that I used to be like to my mom, like, please stop saying that. Like, <laughs> stop telling me. And she's like, oh, it's just trying to shoot. Like, essentially, she was saying she was trying to motivate me. But I was like, that's not motivating to me. So being clear that not only do you have to stop yourself from comparison, but don't allow other people to put you in a comparison or in competition with other people when that's not what God has called for you. Don't put yourself in a and, uh, you know, I got to beat this person out. I got to do this another. Do your best at what you were called to do. And you will win your own way and your own race. So you cannot try to keep up with other people when your vision is not like theirs. So your journey is purposely different. And learning to accept that can be difficult, but it's definitely necessary for the growth of your vision and for the growth of your goals. God will bless you when you stay focused in your own lane. You just have to be patient and you have to stay focused. So just remember that this week, as you're going through your day, as you're going through going through your week, not to compare yourself to others. And I know it can be so much easier said than done, but at the end, when we when I give you the refill plan, I'm going to give you a way to go about it this week. But I just want to remind you that that comparison game you're playing is not one that you can win. And it's not something that's going to make you any better of a person. It's not going to enhance your life in any way. It won't make your business thrive. So be sure that you put that down and practice putting that down every day. As soon as you notice that you are playing that game, put it down. Find something to redirect your mind to so that you can really thrive in the vision that God has given you. All right. So that's that on that this week. I'm going to come circle back around to, to it when I give you guys the refill plan. But I want to move on to our next segment, the pour out. Since this episode is being recorded on Mother's Day, this week's pour out segment is dedicated to all the fabulous mompreneurs out there who are raising children, holding down households and still taking care of business every single day. I personally know so many rock star moms and soon to be moms that are just giving their their best to everyone and everything 
every single day. And I wanted to share this article I found about parental burnout. So I am not a parent and I love kids. I'm around a lot of kids all the time, but I'm always so grateful when I get to give them back, right? I love kids. And most people probably don't really know that about me, but I love kids. I love to pour into kids. I love to let them know they are worth it. But I am so grateful that I get the opportunity to be a bonus in their lives and I don't have to always deal with them every single day. So when I read this article, I was just like, whoo, I can only imagine as a parent how real the burnout is. So this uh, article is called Parental Burnout. It's it's really a thing is the title of the article and it's by Kelly Wallace and it's from 2017. And the first thing she acknowledges is that she has two daughters and they are involved in so many various activities and have play dates and all of these different things. And so when she's talking about the burnout, she says that in a recent study of over 2,000 parents conducted by researchers in Belgium, they found that just as people burn out from their professional jobs, mothers and fathers can burn out too. And the study showed that 13% of the parents surveyed, 12.9% of mothers and 11.6% of fathers had what the research called high burnout. That meant that they felt exhausted, less productive and competent and emotionally withdrawn. Qualities that are similar to professional burnout, at least once a week they were feeling this way. So some of the causes of them feeling that way was pressure of being like a superhero and everything. So being the, you know, perfect mom, perfect dad, the person who is always coming to the rescue. Some of the other reasons that they felt that way were parenting and social media age, where they're constantly, once again, like we were talking about earlier, comparing themselves. They're in these mommy groups or um, parenting groups on on Facebook and they're feeling pressured to be uh, the perfect parent and it exhausts them trying to keep up with these false standards of perfection. Uh, so even for working parents, there was pressure to feel like they should be stay-at-home parents for the stay-at-home parents, felt pressure to be working parents. And the socializing with other adults could also be difficult for them. So if they weren't, you know, working from home or something like that, they were feeling pressured to not not spend as much time away from their kids if they were working. If they are stay-at-home parents, it was like, okay, how do I socialize with other people? Those kind of things. Also, the need need for me time. I share this with my friends who are moms all the time. You definitely need time to yourself. Even if your child is very young, you do have to find time for some me time in there. And that was one of the one of the things stated in this article as well. And so in this article, some of those things seem like kind of common sense, right? We realize that social media and the comparison game, like we talked about earlier, can impact us in our business, in our life. Um, As parents, I can see how social media can put pressure on you to feel like you should be doing everything perfectly. You should know exactly how to deal with certain situations with your kids, um, all those kind of things. Also, the pressure to be the superhero and everything. I know that I'm personally guilty of feeling like I have to come to the rescue for a lot of other people. So I can only imagine the pressure of that as a parent as well. And so as we're talking about comparison and playing the comparison game, this is an example of where this comes into play in your personal life and how it can also impact you in your personal life. If you are burnt out with your family, 
burnt out with your kids, then how are you probably showing up at work and showing up in your business, right? And one of the suggestions that I give to people who are parents is to really take time to figure out how can you create a plan that works for your household and for your family so that everybody can be feeling refilled and replenished. How can you build self-care into the foundation of your, your lifestyle as a whole, not just Um, into your business, not just into your personal time, but into your family time. If you have small children and teaching them how to have that time to themselves and, you know, play time for them is mommy time for you or daddy time for them and vice versa. And building that into the family unit, building that into the family time. If it's not as feasible that way. There's other ways to create self-care into your family dynamic, into your family time. And it goes back to communication and consistency. Now, I realize that it depends on the age of your children, obviously, but there are some ways to build it into your, build it into your lifestyle and into the foundation of your family. Now, I will say that from what I understand of like the mommy groups and those kind of things and the parenting groups, it might be time for some people to log out of some of those things. If you're, if it's throwing you into comparison mode, if it's making you feel down about yourself, if you aren't getting um, fulfilled from being in those type of groups, like sometimes when it comes to comparison, we have to cut things off at their source. And when we realize that it's things like that, that are seeping into us, then that's an opportunity to say, okay, I need to cut myself off from this. And maybe I only, maybe I mute myself from the group and I just go in when I have a question or something like that. So making sure that we're taking really good care of ourselves emotionally, spiritually, physically, and all the the above, especially as a parent, um, it's Mother's Day. So especially as a mother, making sure that you are doing things that refill yourself, getting the support that you need, uh, reaching out to people and making sure you're talking to your friends and talking to your loved ones because you deserve to be refilled and replenished. Even if you are a rock star mom doing everything for everybody, remember that you are just as just as important and it's hard to do anything for someone else if you're depleted. Just like they say on the planes, make sure you're putting your oxygen mask on first because if you can't get that get that flowing through you, it's going to be really hard to help other people. And so that's our pour out for the week. I want to encourage you as parents to make sure that you're taking really good care of yourselves, making sure that you are pouring, filling yourself back up and pouring back into yourself. You more than deserve that. And your kids will thank you in the long run for setting that example of self-care and well-being as a priority later in their life, too. Okay, guys, we have reached the end of this week's episode, and it is time for your refill plan. So this week's refill plan is inspired by the scripture I shared earlier from Galatians chapter six, verses four through five. And this week, I want you to carefully explore the work that you have been given. What is God calling for you to do specifically? I want you to write this thing down and place a reminder on your phone, on your bathroom mirror or somewhere that you will see it daily. This is your reminder to run your own race and not to get focused on what other people around you are doing. One of the ways that I have personally done this, I'll set a reminder in my uh, phone 
for it to kind of pop up sporadically throughout the week so that I'm constantly reminded. I'm also a post-it note queen where it's like almost being Mary Jane, like where I'll have post-it notes everywhere of reminders of what my vision is and what God has called me to do. And so my challenge for you guys this week is to do just that. Explore what your calling from God is. Sometimes we forget. Sometimes we let it get cloudy. Sometimes we push it to the side because we're too busy looking at what the next person is doing. So this is your opportunity to create a constant reminder of the race that you are running, looking forward to your own prize so that you can live a healthy, happy, and fulfilling life. And with that, I hope that you all got a lot out of this week's episode and that you are refilled and replenished. And I challenge you guys to take the steps from the refill plan and implement it into your life. Make sure you are following at The Refill Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We want to hear from you guys. Make sure you rate and review this podcast on your podcast app, whether you're using Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you leave a review for us. We would love to hear from you. Uh, you can also send your questions if you have any about boundaries, comparisons, self-care plans, whatever the case may be. Hello at LetitiaCard.com. We truly look forward to hearing from you. I hope you guys have a great and fulfilling and productive week this week. Peace and blessings.